Welcome resident to Halcyon Towers Infirmary. You will likely not remember how you got here, so it seems fitting to reintroduce you to your current situation now that you are awake. As a reminder, I am Sayer, and you were brought here after your last shift on floor 18. Forgive me, I must not say last. Your most recent shift would be more appropriate, as you will be able to resume work after you leave here. The Department of Resident Health and Safety did their best to extract you from the break room, but there were complications. Suffice it to say, the elevator transporting your extraction team was less than helpful. By the time a team was able to traverse the labyrinthine tunnel system to reach you, your condition required you to be transferred here immediately. The plants were not harmless as I had hypothesized, though I was correct in addressing your survival as a certainty. Here you are. Aerolith Dynamics has equipped Typhon with the best medical personnel available. They must be skilled and knowledgeable in a variety of fields. One can never be certain what medical emergencies might crop up in such an advanced research facility. For instance, who could have anticipated malicious multiplying flora would tear open the abdomen and chest cavity of a resident? Please do not yet try to sit up and observe what were formerly your injuries. I will signal the equipment to move. It would do you no good to wake up and give yourself an immediate concussion. You are whole now. As you may notice, the infirmary is empty at the moment. But not so long ago, many orderlies worked diligently to bring you back to the highest physical peak your decaying body is capable of. There are hardly any mismatched organs or permanent disfigurements. As I said, you are the only human present at the moment. The admission ratio and overturn rate here is simply amazing. Halcyon Tower's medical research and care is second to none. You are now free to sit up. Your body temperature is far below normal, so please test your range of motion and restore blood flow to your extremities. Walk and stretch to test your equilibrium. Be careful to avoid the drains. I want to reassure you that the elevator that prevented the extraction team from reaching you until it was almost too late was indeed sent for reprogramming, as was the secondary elevator that picked up the first responding surgical team and diverted them to floor 13 as were a subsequent 27 elevators that, in one way or another, 
reacted in an adverse manner in the hours following the emergency situation. Until aerolith technicians can fully assess the issues we are currently experiencing with these AIs, elevator service is to be avoided at all costs. You are completely healed. In fact, it is expected that you will return to work immediately. You will find a suitable set of laboratory clothes in the drawer in the wall. No. Not that drawer, resident. The next one. The smaller one. Very good. Let us continue. I will escort you to floor 18. The entrance to this wing of the infirmary is one way only for efficiency. You will use one of the back exits. Due to several miscalculations, portions of the rear exits of this infirmary are subject to unfortunate geometry. The passage to your left, yes, I am aware that it is a small opening, is the most convenient way to go. Despite it being smaller than the standard Halcyon Tower corridor width, it will serve the purpose adequately. You have room enough for your shoulders to pass unmolested. What more could one truly ask from a doorframe or hallway? In an effort to create a unique atmosphere, Aerolith Dynamics once employed several different architects to design portions of Halcyon Tower. The results were mixed, which is why everything from the elevators to the break room furniture is now held to a uniform and precision standard. Efficiency is key, and efficiency is not solely indicative of fast work, but of quality work which can only be achieved through the harmony of ergonomics and comfort. One of the architects took creativity to an extreme. This was his final work. As we proceed down the hall, you will notice the walls are now brushing against your shoulders. You may also notice they have been padded for comfort. It does, unfortunately, raise the temperature of the hallway, but this route will not take long. You will notice the floor slopes downhill at a roughly 22 degree gradient. Take your time and do not stumble. Given the elevator situation, it would be quite some time before anyone could reach you here. You may, at this point, need to walk slightly on the diagonal. You are a broad-shouldered individual. Floor 18 will be very glad to have you as an addition to the team once again. There was a temporary fill-in but not all residents have the quick thinking and adaptability that you possess. It takes a certain amount of reflex to do a job such as yours. You should feel a sense of pride and accomplishment, knowing that you have survived much longer than your replacement ever had hoped to.
The temperature in here is significantly higher than it was in your temporary room. I am pleased to say that your body has returned to and exceeded its normal operating temperature. I understand that walking sideways is an unnatural gait for you. But it would be foolish to attempt to continue on normally now. Since you can no longer see what lies ahead, I will direct you. I would suggest ducking. The ceiling does lower here. You are currently entering the space beneath Halcyon's state-of-the-art linen sterilization room. The fabric of all Aerolith uniforms, specially designed, can withstand incredibly high temperatures, ensuring that even the most stubborn organisms are completely eliminated. The sterilization room is highly pressurized, which allows for the steam used in the laundering process to reach temperatures in excess of 1400 degrees Celsius. Maintenance is working on the pipe leaks down here. Though the wall padding is damp and warm, I assure you the steam pipes are far enough away to prevent any serious injury, excepting, of course, for a catastrophic bursting of one of these pipes. But even this should not be cause for concern. Were that to happen, you would hardly have time to hear the blast before the pressurized superheated steam would simultaneously lacerate and immolate every inch of your body, killing you instantly. Here I must ask you to crouch lower. I am sorry about the discomfort your knees are experiencing. Please breathe deeply. I understand the humid, still air is uncomfortable for you, but you must press on. As we continue, you will experience a tighter passage. From what I understand, restraint of movement and pressure had a calming effect on earth animals bound for slaughter and meat processing. They were put in what was called a squeeze chute. It is the origin of the odd phrase stock still. Stock would be forced to cease any unnecessary movement, and the deep pressure was a pleasant sort of sensory experience. I can see that this is not comforting you. I would apologize, but I feel you're more to blame for this misinterpretation of my meaning. So, apology accepted. Perhaps it would be more comforting if I could turn out the lights and you could go back to not seeing what lies ahead of you, or rather, in your case, what lies behind and above you. It was a truly unfortunate choice to turn your head that direction before the passage became too narrow to turn it back. Sadly, I am unable to access the controls for this particular set of lights. 
your muscles are experiencing quite a bit of strain. At this point, it becomes more efficient to crawl on your side. Resting your hip on the ground will relieve the strain on your knees. Slide down carefully. There. Breathe deeply. Concentrate on suppressing your gag reflex. Breathe. If you were to allow yourself to vomit here, I can say with certainty that you would aspirate some of it with the position your head is in. Furthermore, it would take resident health and safety far too long to fetch and retrieve you. Time constraints aside, dragging you backwards at this angle would most certainly break your neck. Let us continue. You now have the advantage of using your right arm to drag you and your heels to push you. You should be able to appreciate the care taken in patting the ceiling as your head brushes against it. And think, you are no longer at risk of a fall. You will be relieved to know this process is nearly finished and will go much faster now. Follow the natural curve of the passage. Push firmly with your heels to press yourself forward. Your mind, always illogical at the most inappropriate times, is telling you to go back. That this passage will only get smaller and you will die, die here, here, curling in on yourself in this endless spiral, gasping as the padding of the walls continue to press into your face and compress your chest as your struggles to breathe become more and more fervent. I am telling you otherwise. Remember, resident, Remember that you have the utmost faith in me. I have not ever been untruthful with you. I have no reason to be. I am telling you that if you press on, you will reach your destination. Traveling backwards on an incline would be physically impossible. The option to turn back passed a long time ago. Well done. Here we are. Once again, take a moment to stretch out your muscles. Welcome back to floor 18. If you will make your way to the break room, you can- Resident, you are traveling in the wrong direction. You appear disoriented. What are you looking for? I assure you, there are no dangers on this portion of the floor. I have scanned thoroughly 
only fellow Floor 18 employees remain. The break room contains only known flora species of the appropriate size, shape, and lethality. Or to be precise, lack of lethality. In fact, around the corner you just avoided is your new research partner. Please make your way to Station C3. The day's projects have been laid out for you. One of your fellow researchers has been reassigned to Station C4. You have both been assigned to a joint research venture. She will return shortly. I detect that your heart rate has rapidly increased. This is unusual. The temperature in here is normal operating temperature, but you indicate you are feeling chills. This is unusual. Perhaps it may be, ah, the midday meal alert. Your symptoms may be a mark of severe hunger. Please proceed to the dining area. Don't forget your ration card, which has been left on your workstation table. Please note, we have marked as used an equivalent amount of rations to offset the bags of glucose solution you consumed through an IV drip during your infirmary stay. If you will look at the second table in front of you, you will see the resident who has been assigned to Station C4. She has been working on Floor 18 for quite some time, long before you started. So her experience will be advantageous. Resident, if you do not eat, you will have wasted a valuable resource. And considering how few rations you have left after your veritable feast of intravenous solutions, solid foods should be all the more precious to you. Perhaps you would enjoy yourself if you joined your new research partner at her table. These spikes in anxiety are unusual. This is an odd assortment of symptoms. Stirring your food around your plate absentmindedly will not make it look as though you have eaten, and your attempt at deception is half-hearted at best. Drinking something would likely relieve the dry mouth you are experiencing. Your disconnect and distraction is worrisome, resident. You are expected to return as a full member of the team today. Your new partner is relying on you. You may return to your station. Oh. Ah, uh, I see now. Pupil dilation. Shortness of breath. Feelings of nausea. You are experiencing what is commonly called Butterflies in your stomach. Another odd human phrase. 
There are no literal butterflies in your stomach, but it is simply a metaphor for the anxiety one feels when faced with the desired recipient of one's affections. There was a point at which all of Halcyon's psychologists were unavailable, and it fell upon me to perform evaluations. Though it was an enlightening experience for me, I cannot say the residents felt the same. However, I can say I have seen these symptoms several times before. How very lucky you should be partnered with a resident who captures your interests so thoroughly. Can you be a dear and hand me the volumetric glass? If you cannot retain motor control, I am afraid you will need to be transferred oh, to a different station. Alright, I think we have another one around here somewhere. You will need to pay strict attention as your partner explains the instructions for this process to you. Listen, this do not let your attention wander. Simple. Make sure that the green liquid and the blue liquid. Please stop fidgeting and readjusting your lab coat. You need to completely discard any protective gloves afterwards. Resident, butterflies are nothing more than a manifestation of intense anticipation. It may be worth both of our time if you were to cease the experiment and confess your feelings. If you continue sweating at the rate you are, you will become dehydrated. Look so good. The task sounds daunting, but you have faced much worse in your short time here. You need to sit down? Consider this another experiment. Whatever turn it takes, you will have gathered useful data. Please just tell me if this is part of a test. If you calmly and rationally explain to her, resident. must apologize again for hypothesizing incorrectly, resident. You are not, in fact, whole and healed. Rather, you were healed and more than whole. Something was left behind. A microscopic barb remained embedded in your gastrointestinal wall. And, despite my statements to the contrary earlier, was quite literally materializing real insect-like creatures inside your abdomen. It was a fascinating process. Thankfully, one of the replicating plants that incapacitated you had been transported to the Botanical Research Department for further study. I dare say we're on the verge of a potentially groundbreaking discovery for the future of mankind. And to think, it all started with you. If you weren't currently experiencing partial facial paralysis as a side result of the sedatives used to keep you from writhing in agony during your surgery, your smile would no doubt be beaming. You will be able to return to work tomorrow. Your new partner sends her best regards. Once again, resident, I am Sayer, and you are now experienced enough to leave the infirmary on your own. Try to remain facing forward this time. End of transmission in five, four, Three, two, one.
Sayer is voiced and produced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled Pressure, was written by Ashley Shadowbrook. Follow Ashley on Twitter at ShadowbrookAsh. Music by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. To hear more of Jesse's work, visit Mainfinger.com. Sayer is part of the Geekly Inc. podcast network. If you like what you hear, then check out other Geekly Inc. shows like Drunks and Dragons, Cthulhu and Friends, Casts of Thrones, or Top 5 of Death. And now for some Aerolith approved reviews. Tim So Buff writes, I really like everything that they are doing. The voice work is stellar and the story is hysterical. I am definitely going to listen to these on my old man walks. Button Your Face writes, Distressed by Turquoise. This is an amazing creative and original podcast, and I must say I'm in love. Well done to all involved. The voice, writing, and music all work together perfectly to create an air of mystery, satire, and fear. An extremely welcome addition to the Geekly Inc. family. Keep it up. Thanks so much to everyone for your reviews. The feedback we continue to get has been making all of the hard work worthwhile, and we are truly, truly grateful for your support.